I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it's your girl, Kashawn Milligan, and you are listening to SHMG Podcast. I'm super excited because it's Thursday, you know what that means. I have an all-new episode, which I am calling It's Time to Sever. And if you have been following along on my social media, then you've seen that the post that I've made on Instagram in relation to severing anything that's not going to benefit you in this next season, that was really inspired by the coronavirus per se, the COVID-19, but it's something that God has been really speaking to me about and I really want to discuss it on this podcast today. I got so many responses to that post that really let me know that not only was it right on time and that it needed to be addressed, but that I needed to take it a step further, that a two-minute video was not good enough, that family, you wanted to talk more about it. You wanted to discuss just the season of severing and the season of um, letting go of anything or anyone that just isn't serving us and what it really means just to get into social distancing, if you will, quote-unquote. So I want to talk about it. So... As always, I just want to check in with you and just say that I just hope and pray that you are doing well, that it's crazy times right now, crazy times. Um, There's a lot of things that are happening um, that it just really makes you sit back and think that, man, oh man, oh man, God, I'm just so grateful and thankful that I know you. I'm just so amazed at how gracious and merciful you are, that I'm just so thankful that um, no virus has touched any member of my family. And it really just put me in a place of just being obedient and hearing more and receiving more and also doing my part to when I do receive something and God is telling me to discuss it, to come back to you guys and talk about it. So let's get to it. Let's talk about severing. Let's talk about what it means, why it's relevant um, in this season, why it's something that's just really, really been on my heart to discuss, and why I think that it's been so... getting such a great response from you guys. And I don't want to say a great response as well. I say great, meaning a large amount of people have been commenting so let's get to it. Let's discuss what the meaning, uh, like the meaning of sever, because I think that that's kind of like where I started. Um, so sever means to divide by cutting or slicing, especially suddenly and forcibly. Mm. To put an end to a connection or relationship, to break off. I mean, that pretty much... <laughs> 
that pretty much makes it really, really clear. It means to divide by cutting or slicing, especially suddenly and forcibly. I think the reason why it's so interesting to where Sever kept coming up in my mind was because when the mandate was made, there needs to be social distancing and it was effective immediately. A lot of things just kind of like immediately stopped. Um, first and foremost, you know, I was actually working out in my gym, right? I've just been back on this whole, I have plans for April and my body needs to get in line with these plans for April. Amen. That I'm still struggling with the, with the holiday weight and it's just not of the Lord. So I was in the gym doing what I needed to do to be right for spring. And, you know, this sweet, sweet woman comes up beside me and she says, I'm sorry, we're actually going to be closing down the gym and all the other amenities until further notice. And I'm like mid on the treadmill. Like I'm like, like I was in it. And in that moment, she was like, yeah, like effective immediately. No, you cannot finish your workout. No, I don't care that you have another 15 minutes to reach your calorie goal. That is not what's happening. Effective immediately, there's a mandate that everything is going to be closing and shutting down. And I think the reason why this COVID-19 pandemic has hit people so hard is because at first it just started off as something as a rumor and people are keeping up on the news. It was something to where people were following along and it sounded like a good story and people were kind of going back and forth if it was a hoax, if it wasn't a hoax. And, you know, no one knew that this was going to be something that needed to be taken extremely seriously. But not only that, how it was going to impact our day to day routines, our day to day functions between I'm talking about working out, but I'm saying that from a perspective that I'm a small business owner, I'm a full-time entrepreneur, and I work from my laptop. I do not have to go into a nine-to-five, so I did not feel the blunt of people going into work expecting a paycheck and them not having paid leave and being told suddenly they do not have a job to come to. That is, I mean, you want to talk about suddenly, um, and I actually received a message from someone who responded to my post that said that they literally not only was told um, that they would be suspended or out of work until further notice, but they got fired, like lost their job effective immediately and this is the thing about losing jobs you can lose a job because something has been mandated but bills still come up so I immediately felt just their pain in the aspect of like dang this is something that nobody saw coming like nobody saw that it may be an issue to pay April's rent or April's mortgage or April's car note this happened suddenly it just showed up um so I really wanted to use that one. And then I really then began to get into the definition of social distancing because everybody was hashtagging this thing. And I'm just kind of like, I think it's interesting. That's the terminology that's being used. Like that the name of what's being called is social distancing. So I actually looked up that definition, which is social distancing is a term applied to a certain action that are taken by public health officials to stop or slow down the spread of a highly contagious disease. 
Okay. I also see that it says the practice of maintaining a greater than usual physical distance from other people or of avoiding direct contact. So when I read that, it really, really spoke to me. And I really was asking God just to really unpackage what was happening in the natural spiritually because Again, if you saw my post, I do believe that, you know, everything that happens naturally started spiritually. And the fact that the terminology that's being used is things like social distancing, and it's basically requiring us to go into quote unquote quarantine. Even if you're not sick, it's causing us to have to go home, sit still, and to not come in contact with people that we normally would come in contact with. Rather, that is... Um, co-workers or get-togethers or, or, or friends or family. I guess right now in Texas, it's it's if it's larger than 10 people, you're not supposed to gather. And I believe that that's actually been a, a nationwide thing, like globally. And I really was like, Lord, this is so interesting because then it brought me back to the word sever and severing. And I think that we're in this season to where what has been asked of us spiritually is now being mandated naturally. That a lot of people have been struggling with cutting off things and people and relationships and situations that have not been serving you and serving the kingdom of God. And that it's really been causing, you know, dissension, division, or just you actually living a double life. The story that you're telling yourself versus the story that you're telling other people. The story that you are um, replaying in your mind that isn't the story that you're actually living. The, the story of having to be a chameleon in a variety of different environments because you're really unsure of not only fully who you are, um, but you're not very clear on how to be that person no matter the environment in the room. And what I'm really believing is that in this season, that this situation is causing us to sever anything toxic to our being, to our purpose, to our families, to our children, to our businesses, that it's not supposed to be in close proximity to you, period. And if you're not willing to do it on your own, there's been a mandate that is now forcing you to do it. It's forcing you to not only sit home, but to really come into contemplation because people don't like to be at home dealing with their stuff. Some people do. I'm totally comfortable being in the house. You know, I find peace just being able to sit still and be quiet and hear from God and write in my journal. And I don't have to go anywhere. I literally could be in that place. Right. But for other people, it's very hard to go home and just sit still and not be able to go and hang out and, and to connect and do these things. So, I think that it's really, really interesting that this is a situation that is requiring us to really take into account what needs to be cut off. And if we're not willing to do it on our own, that there are certain things that are arising that are going to force us to do it. So my question, family, is what needs to be severed in this season in order for you to be ready and prepared to move forward into your next. 
Are you willing to change how you function in this season? And the reason why I think that it's, are you willing to change how you function? It's because everything's being shut down. I can't tell you how many conferences that I was attached to over the next two or three months of events have been shut down, have been postponed. That you can't even say, well, I'm too busy to deal with it because I'm working. What work? Nothing's happening. Everybody's sitting. Nothing, nothing is coming about. There is no work. So you can't even use that as an excuse. You can't use the excuse, well, oh, I have to get together and go handle this. There is no handling because you're supposed to be in quarantine, sir. You're supposed to be in quarantine, ma'am. So I really wanted to come by because I thought that it was really important to talk about three specific areas that God has been talking to me about severing. And I, I'm believing that it's probably for more than just me, right? One is severing any areas of control over your life, meaning things that have been controlling you, um, that have been hindering you from using your voice, from using your gift, from using your platform and the way in which God wants to use you and to use what is attached to you and what is in you, it needs to be severed. Anything that has been controlling you, unhealthy, and, I, and sometimes I do believe that we are unaware of everything that's been controlling us. And this is why this time and season is so key and so crucial because it really forces you to sit still and really figure out who's been tugging and pulling your strings. Who has the most influence over you? And is that healthy and is that God's design or is that something that has been orchestrated based on your own needs, your own flesh, your own fears? It's time to sever it immediately. The next area that I was really listening to is corruption. And people are like, what do you mean corruption? I get it. But that was the word that came up, you know, severing the corrupt Spirit, severing anything that has been corrupting your integrity, your character, that's been causing you to walk around with guilt and shame and condemnation, all these things that God did not assign to you, that it's been putting you in situations and scenarios and relationships that makes you question not only are you good enough, but does God still love you? I'm here to tell you, yes, he does. Are, are you still worthy of the call that's on your life? I'm here to tell you, yes, you are. But this is a season to where that corruption needs to cease. This is a season to where you can't afford to allow anything to corrupt your integrity, your character, your business, your relationship with God. It needs to be severed immediately, not because it's COVID-19, because the season that we're in, it requires it. It requires you to be able to move forward free of shame, free of fear, free of having a reputation of being someone that's not fully present, free of having the reputation of someone who makes bad decisions, free of having the reputation of someone that does not have healthy relationships, free of someone who does not know who they are in Christ, all those things need to be severed immediately. And then 
lastly, the other thing that came up in this season to be severed is the spirit of complacency. Yep. Now, this is the interesting part. So many things have been happening in 2020, you know, tragedies, losses of lives, moguls, um, pandemics, crisis. Of course, we have the elections coming up. There's a lot of things that are going on. 2020 is really busy. Also, because there's been so much put out there, how 2020 is going to be this great year, amazing year. So many things are happening and it's very easy to get caught up in just riding the wave and try not to drown. And I feel as though that a lot of people in November and December were really, really gassed up for this year. They were excited. Um, they had plans that were put in place. They had goals. You know, they had things that they were willing to go for and achieve to do something new. Things that they promised themselves and not only would they not take into 2020 with them, but things that they promised that they wouldn't even bring into this new decade. And what I'm believing that has been occurring in the last three months is that people have become really complacent because there's been so many distractions. They've become complacent in their current place that they're in. That they've now become a spectator to other people going for it. They become a spectator to other people living their best lives. They become a spectator to seeing how God is moving in everyone else's life and they're not willing to lay hold of what God is doing in their own. And what I'm believing is that there's just been this circle that people have been going around and around and around. They're going to the same places, talking to the same people, doing the same things, complaining about the same things. You know, they keep getting themselves in the same situation in that relationship. They keep having the same argument with that person. They keep crying over the same spilled milk. It's just a spirit of complacency. It's just a loop of a circle of a circle of a circle of a circle. And it's time to break free. Social distancing came at the right time for you because it's going to allow you to really dig deep to figure out exactly not only who you are, but whose you are. And when you find out whose you are, then you recognize that it's bigger than just you. It's about everyone and everything that's attached and assigned to you. And that requires us not to just ride the wave, but to really be connected to what the Holy Spirit is doing and to tap in and move forward and forward and this time and this season now more than ever and people can say oh you say that on everything I say that on everything because it is 2020 I knew what I was coming back with season two and I knew what I really wanted to do in season two versus what I did in season one and in season one of SHMG if you go back and you listen to a lot of my episodes I talked about certain things they were empowering they talked about my relationship with God but in season two I was clear that God was giving me this platform to speak to his children to speak to his flock to let them hear what it is that he's saying in this season and that is move forward and move toward 
the call that's on your life in Jesus' name. I got to be clear on that because there's a lot of people that are out here trying to figure out, well, I am moving forward and toward. Oh my goodness, there's so many great things that are happening. And they may be great things. I don't know if they're God things, but you may feel like you're moving forward and it's not a God thing. And what I'm telling you this season, family, it is not in our best interest at all, or for those that are attached to us and assigned to us to move toward anything that is not of God, you sever. I said in the last episode, I said, you know, when you're asking yourself the question, I am the salt, I said the first thing that you discern is, is it God? And the reason why that's so key is because sometimes people are not discerning is it God and they've already attached their emotions. They've already forego, you know, the plans that they had already and they've created plans around this new narrative and created this entire thing and got everybody wrapped up into the entire thing. And the truth of the matter is is that thing is not of God. So we know how it ends in destruction and hurt and sadness and depression. All these things come about because it's not of God. And that's why God has given us this downtime. And I say that we use to sever it. We cannot be complacent in who we are and in whose we are. We need to constantly feed ourselves the word because there's so many words that are going on out here. Everyone wants to be a self-help guru. Everyone wants to teach you how to breathe but doesn't want to praise the one that gave you breath. I'm telling you right now, you got to be mindful of what you're listening to, who you're listening to. Because everything, while it sounds great, is not of God. Everything that seems real is not the truth of God. And this is a time to get real clear and to sever and to cut anything that does not fall into that category. Because I'm telling you, this next wave that we're hopping into are for those that severed everything that would not hold us back and would not have the weight that we don't need to carry. We need to be light on our feet to run this race, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be ready to fly. Do you hear me? And you can't fly with all that weight up on your back that you're trying to carry that is not for yours to carry. Take the time not to get so wrapped up in this political fight of who created COVID-19, how the coronavirus is moving and working. You just got to pray that it doesn't come to your house and into your door. And in the meantime, you ask God, what should you be doing in this season? And not get so caught up in what everybody else is doing in this season. Because everybody has a choice and decisions to make, including yourself. So I really want you to win. And I really want you to take the time to do everything that God is calling to do during your quiet time, during your quote unquote social distancing. Again, it's to practice the maintainer of greater than usual, greater than usual family. For those that say, well, I already, you know, I'm a, I'm a introvert. I don't really fool with people anyway. Trust me, I totally get it. I totally get it. 
But it's not just that. Greater than usual physical distance from other people or avoiding direct contact that could be impacted or affected. I think that it's something to be said that's greater than usual because it needs to be on high alert. And if you feel as though that you already are an introvert and you don't really deal with people like that, then this is really a time for you to really start getting asked God to deal with you like that. Maybe it's not about other people. Maybe it's about you. Maybe God is calling you to sever any areas of fear that you have with people and of people during this time. That the social distancing, the issue isn't really other people. That you've been infected by something. You've been affected by something that keeps you at bay from really being able to lay hold of your blessing. Sometimes you want to make it about other people and what they have. But sometimes it's very hard for us to look at ourselves. And notice when we're carrying something that is toxic, when we're holding on to something that does not serve our purpose and our call. So maybe the social distancing isn't really about not allowing other people to infect you, but maybe it's to be able to quarantine you because you have something that's been infecting others. Mm, that was not in my notes. So that's for somebody. Maybe it's about you. Maybe it's not about anybody else at all. Maybe it's been so easy for you to point the finger of everybody else that's been infected by grief or bitterness or resentment or fear or out of order. And maybe it's been very hard for you to notice what you've been infected by. Maybe it's been very hard for you to notice what behaviors are toxic in you and that's been hindering you from receiving your blessing. So you're right. Maybe this is a time that you don't deal with anybody because it's a time for God to deal with you. And insist, take the time. Take the time. Take all the time that you need. Because it's important. I want to go ahead and I want to leave you with this scripture before we close out. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I just want to leave you on that note because I think that we need to remember that God is a God of hope, that he fills us with joy and peace, these things that no one should be able to take from us when we trust in him. And that we can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's allowing during this time for God to invade your room, to invade your house, to invade your space. Welcome him. If you're listening to this podcast right now, that's what I want you to pray. God, I welcome you in this space. You are welcome here, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. If anyone gets an invite, God gets an invite into your house. If anyone is welcomed, the Holy Spirit is welcomed here. Man, oh man. Ooh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What an episode. Family, that took me somewhere. I hope it did something for you. 
So as always, I just want to close out this episode with a prayer. So here we go. Father God, I thank you right now, Lord God. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the season. I thank you for the time that I get to spend with you, Jesus. I thank you for showing up in a mighty way, for disrupting my day-to-day routines, my day-to-day prayers, my day-to-day habits, and challenging me and everyone else that's listening to do something different, Lord God, to have a deeper relationship and conversation with you in this season, Lord God. I ask that you sever anything that's been hindering me for being able to experience you, Lord, in a mighty way, Lord God. I ask that you cut off anything that's been unhealthy, that's been creating any space of corruption, complacency, or control in my life, Lord God. I ask that it flee me right now in Jesus' name. I ask that you allow me a place to create and to hear you and to be in one accord with you in this season, Lord God. That COVID-19 just isn't a mandate for man, but it's a spiritual recognition for us, Lord God, that we hear you clearly and we adhere, we submit and we serve you, Lord God. And I just ask that every single person that's listening, that you protect their homes, Lord God, that you protect their hearts, their minds, and their health, Lord God, that they hear you, they receive you, they open up their doors and their homes and their hearts to you in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 guys. What an episode, what a time. What a Thursday. I am so thankful that you tuned into this episode because I know that it changed me and I'm praying that it changed you. I cannot wait to see you, hear you next week. I have a special announcement and I am bringing my love bug back, Mr. Brandon Watson, for the finale episode of season two. We've got something in store for you guys. So definitely make sure that you're listening in next week. In the meantime, definitely make sure that you go over and follow all of my social media at SHMG pod for the podcast on Instagram. And of course me at case keys and until next time. So help me God. I have been fed. That's a fact. I have been fed. That's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Today on News 4 at 4, one out of four COVID survivors dealing with symptoms months after having the virus. We're working for you, showing you how a local hospital is helping to solve the mystery of COVID long haulers. Plus, Pat Lawson News, Leon Harris, and Sean Yancey catch you up on the day's biggest stories. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer helping you plan for the next 10 days. Working for you, today on News 4 at 4 on NBC4.